Welcome to the Power Hour. I'm Adrienne Herbert, wellness coach, international speaker and author. Each week I speak to a variety of guests from business founders to Olympic athletes, leading coaches, change makers and innovators to find out their daily habits, their rules to live by and what motivates them to get up out of bed each day. Personally, I am on a mission to encourage, motivate and inspire. So I hope that the Power Hour will help you to achieve your personal and professional goals. Hey everyone, it's Adrienne here. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you are really well and I hope you're having a great week. So we are halfway through 2021. There are only six months left of this year, which is kind of mad and it feels like It was only weeks ago that it was the start of the year and, you know, I was delivering talks about the year ahead, planning, motivation, goal setting, and here we are, six months through the year and six months left. So I work with mentees, I'm a mentor, and this week I was speaking to my mentees about creating a roadmap for the rest of the year to look at, you know, personal goals, professional goals, what do they want to achieve in the next six months before this year ends? And what does that roadmap look like? What do they really need to do to make it happen? And I shared, you know, that really got me thinking. And then I shared a post online that said, hard work is never, ever wasted. And that is kind of a reminder to myself right now, because I think that when you're starting something, whether it's a new project, whether it's the start of the year, you have this energy and this motivation to start. You know, you can see the vision and you're keen to get going. But six months into something, it's more difficult. You know, that motivation is gone and you kind of feel like keeping that energy and that momentum can be really hard, especially when you're doing difficult work. So this idea that hard work is never wasted I was thinking about it in two ways. One, because it's, yeah, six months through the year, it's hard to stay motivated sometimes, but also the fact that the situation we're all in feels frustrating. You know, being in this pandemic, not being able to do the things that we all want to do and feeling like that sense of control that we can just actually know when certain things are going to happen. That I think is very, very difficult for a lot of us to manage. And that I think has a huge impact on motivation. And I, again, discussed this with my mentees and said, you know, it's hard when you don't know if, you know, the life plans are having to change, you know, people having to postpone life events, weddings, you know, races, work commitments, career progression, lots of things just feel like they're on pause. But time isn't on pause. You know, the weeks are passing, the months are passing and the next six months will pass and time will continue regardless of what we choose to do with that time. It is going to pass anyway and we're going to get to the end of this year, God willing, And we're going to reflect and we're going to be at the start of yet another year. So this idea that I'm reminding myself of as well as them, if this, you know, hard work is never, ever wasted is because right now it can feel a little bit like, you know, we're wasting time or we're kind of treading water and we're a bit stuck. So if that is you, if there's something where you're feeling like that right now, you're feeling stuck, you're feeling like, oh, we're just time is just passing by and we're wasting it, then know that the hard work that you put into anything right now will not be wasted. So if you think, okay, you've got six months to achieve X, okay, let's think about 
goals, you know, real clear goals. What I mean by goals is not just like a wish or a dream. It's actually something that is measurable. In order for it to be a goal, it has to be measurable. You have to be able to tell me the metric. Okay, break it down. What is the goal? What's the parameter? And how are you measuring whether that goal is a success or a failure? Once you figure that out, so you've got the goal, it's super clear. What would it take to make that happen in six months or less? That is a question that I often write down in my morning journal. I write that question down and I answer it myself. I'm like, okay, Adrienne, you want to do this? What would it take to make that happen in six months or less? Because honestly, when you really break it down, six months is a long time. And if I said to you, what would it take? No BS, no excuses. What would it take to make that happen in six weeks? You, if you had to, if you absolutely had to make that happen in six weeks, you could probably do it. You really could. So don't underestimate what you are capable of when you really focus. And also what's stopping you? What are the barriers? What are the excuses? What are the distractions? We all have them that are slowing you down. What are those things that are sucking your energy and making you feel demotivated or making you think, oh, you know what? I can't be bothered or I can't do that right now. What are those things? Identify them, write those things down and look at them and say, okay, these are excuses. These are barriers. These are circumstances. Maybe these are things I can't control right now, but they're still going to be there. So what are you going to do about it? What is it going to take to make, to achieve your goal in the next six months? Really be honest with yourself and get to it. Because if you spend the next six months and you allocate time, whether it's your power hour, whether it's white space in your schedule every week, and you take some time to say, okay, I'm going to use that time to do dedicated practice, hard work. I'm going to use that time to learn, to train, to practice more, to learn more, to train more. It will not be wasted. You, you, you know, when you're doing that kind of hard work, foundational stuff, you can't see the reward. There's no one there to say, well done, you did that in the journey, you know, in the doing. It's only when you get to the end and you, you know, you see the fruit on the tree or you get the reward, or you get the medal or the finish line or whatever that is, then, oh, you get the kudos, you get the recognition potentially from others. But actually doing it day in, day out, that's the difficult part because there's no recognition and, and you know, gratification in the doing. So, you know, the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit, but that bit in the middle is the hardest bit. That is the part that takes the, the, the patience, the dedication, the constant relentless pursuit. That is when it will pay off. In the end is if you are consistent and you do that work. So as I said, this is a reminder to myself because trust me, as much as I talk to other people about you know, productivity and motivation and doing the work and making things happen. I also am a human. I am not a robot. I have to apply these things to myself. So this is a reminder to me too, you know, what will it take for me to get to the things that I want to do by the end of this year? It's not going to be easy. They're not going to happen by themselves, but I'm willing to put in the work and the effort and the energy and the time because I don't, what's the alternative? What is the alternative? Let the next six months pass and still be, you know, with the same list and the same aspirations and the same wants and goals. No way. No way. I can't do that. So the alternative is not an option for me. So I got to get to work. And the second thing that I've been thinking about this week that I wanted to share with the listeners of this show is about impact and influence because another topic that people ask me about a lot and obviously we use the word influence a lot now just in general and it got me thinking about okay 
when I say to people, I'm an encourager, I'm a motivator, you know, I'm delivering a talk actually to an organization, to their employees this week. Uh, I recently just had like a, an online briefing with the team and essentially what they want me to deliver, the objective of this talk, you know, I've, I've gone through the content, they know what I do and what I talk about, but essentially it's to motivate their employees, to energize their employees, because we are six months through the year. And, you know, to really, that's the objective is they want to kind of get the whole team, all their employees in their organization, energized, galvanized, and excited about the next six months. So when I, as I said, I'm talking about um, motivation, I'm talking about being an encourager. It's like, that doesn't mean that I'm exempt, as I just said, from, you know, feeling a lack of motivation myself or having to go, why am I doing what I'm doing? You know, what is, what am I doing this for? So for me, when I think about impact and influence, you know, when you want to, if you want to have a positive impact, if you say to me, oh, I want to help people to do X, or I want to motivate people to do Y, or I want to start a podcast or write a book or build a business or whatever, that is awesome. You you know, it's great that you know what you want to do, but thinking about what the impact is that you want to have, who do you want to impact and what's the influence that you want to have, that I think is key. And when I say impact and influence, what I mean is that in order to impact and influence someone or or people, you need to impact their behavior, their actions, their beliefs potentially for better or for worse. And so that isn't something that you can choose to do. Like, for example, if you think about respect or power, that is not something that you just demand or take. It's actually given to you. It is attributed to you by others who choose to respect you or who choose to listen to you or follow you or work with you. So that's how I think about impact and influence. It's not something that you just go and get. It's something that you earn and something that is attributed to you. And you don't have to think about your impact or your influence being a million people or being, you know, 10,000 copies of a book or I don't know, 500,000 views of a video. It can be the impact and the influence on your immediate friends or your children or your partner or your team within your organization. Going back to the the talk that I'm delivering, you know, it's for that team. So you might be a leader within a team of five people, or you might be a leader within an organization of 50 people. Or as I said, you might have four children. You can have impact and influence over your immediate circle and the ripple that that can have and the ripple and the next and the next and the next. Don't underestimate how huge your individual impact and influence can be. It doesn't have to be a million people for it to matter and for it to be a valuable contribution. Just start with that inner circle. Start with the people that you want to impact and influence the most in your life, through your actions, through your daily behavior, through your energy. Like how are you showing up and giving that energy to the people who you impact every single day? Because too often people will say to me about, you know, social media strategy or building their audience or giving value. You know, this, I hear it so often. People say, you know, add value to your audience on social media, give value. And people are more interested in creating value to give away online to strangers through Instagram reels and highlights and stories and than they are to actually giving energy and impact and influence to the people that they actually know, the people who they might live with or the people that they work with every single day. So how about like we start with that and then see the effect, see how much that energy, that momentum, that impact, when you start to see the impact and the influence you're having, 
then you're just going to be energized to do it more and to take that further. So that if you do want to share content online, then as I said, write a book, start a podcast, whatever you want to do, then of course, go for it. I am the encourager. I'm going to tell you always that you can do hard things. So go after it and go get it, but don't underestimate the real life stuff as well. The real life daily interactions. We all know those people. I know those people who, whenever you interact with them, whether it's for five minutes on the phone or whether it's face-to-face or whatever, they energize you. They give more than they take. Can you be that person? You know, can you be that person to others? Because that is real impact and that is real influence. And I think that is far more important, as I said, than trying to create this version of us, of something to share with the world. You know, people when they say, find your why, it's always like, it always has to be the whole world. You know, I'm not trying to change the whole world or influence or impact the whole world. But if I can impact and influence and, and create a ripple effect here and now, then who knows? So that's the second thing that I wanted to share this week was to really consider that, you know, who are the people, what is the impact and influence that you want to have? And don't underestimate what you can do if you start small and start with the people who are really there within a meter of you. Reach out your hand. Who is that person? What's the energy that you're giving them? What's the energy that they're giving you? Start there. Okay, well, that's it from me this week. Next week, I will be back with a new guest. I'm really, I have so many guests coming up over the next few weeks from different industries, actually. We're gonna cover a huge variety of topics. So be sure to tune in to all of those episodes. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a rate and review on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. And we'll be back next week with more Power Hour. Thank you so much for listening. See ya. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.